This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 13 Days of Halloween is from Grim and Mild, Blumhouse, and iHeart 3D Audio. Headphones recommended. Listener discretion advised. Allow me to be the first one to welcome you to Dyerbrook. Mind your step. These cobblestones have not been particularly well maintained. <laughs> Plenty of tiny pitfalls. That's not a metaphor. Why are people staring? Honestly, we don't get a lot of fresh faces here in town. And when we do, they don't tend to stick around for very long. It's been said that our neighbors aren't particularly friendly, but I think they just prefer to mind their own business, hmm? Don't you worry. They're perfectly harmless. For the most part. Just don't wander off on your own, hmm? Why? There are many tiny pitfalls. And that is a metaphor. Who is this a statue of? That is Rupert Inverness, the founder of Dyerbrook. He's sneering. Yes. Legend has it that he was a cruel man. I suppose you had to be to survive here. We were pilgrims, you see, fleeing religious persecution and trusting ourselves to the strong arms of the Father in the sea. He carried us across the dangerous waters of the North Atlantic, and we praised him for it. But he plopped us down here, on these rocky, unwelcoming shores, in a land where we did not belong and which continuously tried to spit us out. Rocky soil, dense forests, long cutting winters. Only by paying homage to the father in the sea did we survive. He is a shrewd bargainer, but always keeps his side of the deal, so long as you keep yours. And so the ocean fed us when the land refused. 
And so we built. Inverness was the most faithful among us, and the most exacting when it came to keeping our covenant with the Father. The first permanent structure built here was our church, as a matter of fact, in 1630, over the course of many, many months. The people slept there while the rest of the permanent structures were built, so that Inverness could keep a close watch over them. He dictated when they prayed, and how, when they slept, what they ate. He did not suffer apostates. What would happen to them? If you spoke against the Father, the Church, or Inverness. If you transgressed, if you did not pray, there would be a trial, with Inverness as the sole judge. In all of our trials held, not one parishioner was found innocent. Why didn't the town turn against him? What could they do? He had the blessings of the Father in the sea. He had brought them across the ocean, kept them fed and alive. There was a glow about him. And what happened to those who were found guilty? They were separated from the Father in the sea. How? We bury our dead here. Their bones dissolve into the earth, and the water eventually carries them to the ocean. Everything returns to the sea. Those found guilty of heresy, however, would be burned alive on the pyre, their ashes mixed into the mortar that built the walls of this town. So, as long as these walls stand, they will never return to the Father. My God. <laughs> yes, yes. Some who live and work here claim to hear them occasionally moaning to be released. But, speaking of Invernesses... Well, hello, Mr. Mayor. Ah, Mother, what a pleasant surprise to see you out and about. And who's this? My guest. Well, hello there. I see you're enjoying a nice stroll around our dear town. I hope you find it to your liking. Staying out of trouble, I hope. These are my favorite kinds of mornings. When the world is only beginning to stir and the streets are empty except for a passerby or two. I'd be careful if I were you, walking around by yourself. That's when the, um, how shall I say it, when the more wayward souls tend to go missing. One day a face that is all too familiar is simply gone, like they were never here at all. I was seven, the first time someone close to me disappeared. A childhood friend. We would often run around in my backyard that overlooked the sea, playing tag, digging for insects. Sometimes we would race to see who could climb to the top of this large tree the fastest. He normally won, but the few times he didn't, he would pinch me. My father was never too keen on him, but I didn't think twice about it. To me, we were just children. Then, one day, he was gone. At first I thought maybe he had fallen into the sea. But no body ever washed ashore, and even more oddly, no one in the town seemed to want to search. 
It was as if he was never even there to begin with. As the years went on, I noticed more and more townspeople went missing. The high school quarterback, the town florist, an oyster farmer. Never more than a few people a year, but common enough. There was never a major search for any of them, though. It seemed the authorities weren't alerted. At least, none that seemed too concerned. The only real indication that they'd ever been here at all were the posters with pictures of their lost faces, slowly aging and weathering. Pretty soon, even those would be forgotten. Debris, the wind would occasionally blow across your path and into the gutter. If anyone had tears to cry, it was done behind closed doors. I asked my father once about my favorite postman, who seemed to be replaced overnight. All he said was, He's contributing to the town. I wouldn't learn what he meant until a few years later. I had a brother once, you know. Anthony. A couple of years older than me. He was the one expected to keep up the family tradition. You see, for as long as I can remember, the men in my family have run this town. The mayorship passed down from my great-grandfather to my grandfather to my father. All the way back. My brother was supposed to inherit the authority, but... Our father was not an unkind man, but he was strict on us. Hard. He expected us to stay in line. My brother was older than me, so you think he would have led by example. But no. As Anthony got older, he began to rebel. At first, it was typical teenage behavior. Staying out all night, skipping classes. But then, he began to not attend town meetings and went on wild tangents to anyone who would listen about how sick the town was. It made people uncomfortable. My father tried to keep my brother in line, but it was to no avail. And father wouldn't have that. What kind of message would it send if his own son wasn't following the rules? One night, I was awoken by a crash. My father and brother were screaming at each other. I remember sneaking downstairs, but as I got closer to the bottom, one of the steps groaned. My father turned to see me. I was beckoned down. My father instructed us, Put on your jackets. We're going for a drive. As we were leaving, my father grabbed his cane. Black marble, capped with a silver tip and silver handle. This same cane I hold now in my hand. At the time, he never left the house without it. We came here, to this very spot, in front of this statue of Rupert Inverness. 
It was so peaceful. The town was still deep asleep in the early hours of the morning. And it was here, under the oddly glowing street lamps, that I learned our family secret. Before that night, my father had been overly protective of his cane. No one was allowed to touch it. It's always windy here. You get used to it, living by the sea. But that night was still and calm. Not a leaf skittered across the cobblestones. It was as if the moon itself watched in silence. After we got out of the car, my father handed me the cane and told me to click a button at the top twice. I remember looking up and locking eyes with Anthony, both of us paralyzed for a brief moment. Then he blinked, and the hesitation was replaced by fear. He screamed and began to run toward me, but it was too late. I watched as his body dropped to the ground two feet from me, lifeless, his jaw slack, eyes open in horror. My father made me watch as the body slowly turned into ash and disappeared. Without a soul, there was nothing left to hold it together. I stood there, motionless, unsure myself what had just happened, as my father told me to click the button once more. I felt cold, wet drops on my hand, as I did as he instructed. With a strange hum, the street lamps got brighter. It was only then I noticed my face was wet with tears. You see, what my brother and father had been arguing about was for my brother to take over the family business. But he had refused. We must all pull our weight, and Anthony wasn't willing to. So my father made sure he would pull his weight in another way. After all, we all have to pitch in to keep this town prosperous. My ancestors knew this. You see, as time went on, people began to slip from the old ways choosing to make more unsavory choices. My family, who stuck close to great-grandfather Rupert Inverness's ways, remained forever true. At Inverness's grave, we made a blood pact that we would forever lead this town, keeping our people in line. It is in shadow that people are led astray. It is our job to make sure that they forever see the light. That's why I keep them in check. I do my part by cutting off the miscreants. Speaking of, you just missed a miscreant yourself. Pity, really. As the years have gone on, I've found delight in the entire process. While unfortunate souls not following the rules can be found anywhere, I must always come back here to the statue of Rupert Inverness to deliver them. Even to this day, he is our conduit. 
That's better, isn't it? A little light to brighten this foggy morning. Enjoy your stay, and be sure not to break any rules, yes? Or at least, be careful I don't catch you. Or you won't be going anywhere for a long, long time. Will I be seeing you at the gathering this evening? Mm -hmm. I will be there. And your guest? Well, that is most likely, as we do not know where she is from or who is missing her. Ah, lovely. Well, may the Father bless you. Everything returns to him. It surely does. Ladies? Yes. You do best to avoid him while you're here. Like all of his ancestors, his zeal can be occasionally deadly. You shivering? Did he frighten you that much? No. Well, yes, but also no. I'm still cold. Poor dear. Why don't we stop by the diner to get you a coffee? They carry a special blend. Thank you. That would be nice. This way. And remember, watch your step. A trip on this ground could be perilous. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Tomorrow, on 13 Days of Halloween, the diner. Of course I tried to leave. I tried walking, driving, hitchhiking. Nothing worked. I'd get close to the town limits and black out. Poof! Then I'd wake up in another area of Dyerbrook. Some parts are worse than others. And after a while, I quit trying. This place, it's not normal. There are lots of telephone lines, but they don't work. As you've noticed, there's no cell phone reception either. And no internet. Mail never leaves the post office and nothing comes in. 
I've given notes to people passing through in the hopes I'll be rescued, but nothing comes of it. I think people forget the moment they leave town. Thirteen Days of Halloween, The Town Square, starring Kathy Najimy, Bethany Ann Lind, and Brian Troxell. Written by Miranda Hawkins, with additional material by Nicholas Tukoski. Sound design and mixing by Miranda Hawkins. Engineering by Violet Furton, Dubway Studios, New York. Casting by Jessica Luza. Created by Matt Frederick and Alex Williams, with executive producer Aaron Mankey. A production of iHeartRadio, Grim and Mild, and Blumhouse Television. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.